Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi guys, welcome back to the Spurred On podcast. It's Wednesday and it is Radu Dragusin signing day. It's been a palaver of a last 24 hours. The Spurs fan base going absolutely wild at all the speculation. And this is what transfer windows are all about, is it not? Us getting absolutely livid as Spurs fans. I mean, everybody's been going crazy at Levy, at the club, at Dragusin at sometimes. I don't know. The only person coming out of it without a scratch is Big Ange, who, let's face it, is probably the reason why we've managed to get him over the line, out of the claws, out of the grips of Bayern Munich. But I'll get into it a little bit more. I just want to start by talking about his loyalty, Dragusin. Impressed by him already. He he agreed personal terms a number of days ago, as to what we've been told, and he got offered, let's face it, more money by a bigger club, and he said no. He said, no, I've shaken on it. I've heard what Big Ange has to say. I love the sound of this project and I am going to show some loyalty. I'm not going to go to Bayern Munich and be fourth choice centre-back at a club who will no doubt win the Bundesliga. I'm going to come to London. I'm going to come to Spurs. I'm going to play in a progressive attacking team on the front foot and I'm going to fight for my place. I'll come in short, third third choice centre-back behind Romero and Van der Ven because they've been playing and they've shown an understanding and a partnership together. But I rate myself so much that I think I can get one of those places sooner rather than later. And because of injuries and suspensions, in the meantime, I will also get a lot of game time. And if the rumours are are to be believed and he's going to be on a private jet today, that means we can get it all signed and sealed by tonight, get him there before the Friday deadline, and maybe he'll even start alongside Mickey Van der Ven at Old Trafford. Incredibly exciting for Tottenham Hotspur, considering only 12 hours ago, and I'm filming this on on, uh, Wednesday morning, only 12 hours ago, all the talk amongst the big transfer ITKs, you know, your uh, Fabrizio Romanos, etc., were that Bayern Munich had come in and stolen a march on Spurs. And let's face it, everybody thought at that point, even me, and I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a realist, but I also didn't I didn't think it was completely done but I thought realistically we've seen this a number of times before and Dragusin will go to to Bayern Munich but no this morning he's come out and he says he wants to go to Spurs. I want to ask you a question. If you're in the Tottenham Hotspur stadium now uh next time we play at Spurs at home are you going to give Dragusin a bigger cheer and round of applause than you would have done had this Bayern Munich debacle not even come up. I think to some degree he's shown such loyalty and such support for the project that maybe he's already going to start with like a a higher base level of Spurs fan support than he would have done anyway. If anything, it's a smart move. I doubt, I'll be honest, I'm not that cynical. I doubt he had that in his head. But it's very exciting that he has 
basically said no to one of Europe's biggest clubs, most legendary traditional clubs, with all of the likelihood of them winning all the trophies over the next few years to come to Spurs and hopefully do that, but at a club who hasn't won trophies for a long time. Very exciting. I'm going to talk more about it in a minute. In fact, I'm going to have a little bit of a rant in a minute about the whole transfer culture and industry as it goes on at the moment and how we as fans are now a huge part of the gamesmanship of the game playing between clubs and agents and social media in this day and age but before I go into that Guys, thank you so much for your support. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. Please also, it would be so helpful if you went over to Spotify or to Apple Podcasts and gave me a subscribe or a follow there. It would be massively helpful. And then also you can listen to these uh, bits of daily content when you're out running or you're driving, wherever. And vice versa, if you're listening on the podcast, please come over to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at Barnaby Slater underscore. Give me a little subscribe. It all helps me to make this daily content. I'm getting such great comments from you all. Finally, also, you can now become a Patreon member or a YouTube member. It's only around a pound a month and you will get extra content. You will get all of these videos early if you uh, sign up as a YouTube member and you will get live Q&As with me for members only. Live shows, live Q&As, as well as guaranteed comment replies and a lot of other perks. All of the information as to how you can become a member on Patreon or on YouTube is in the description boxes wherever you are watching or listening to this. So thank you so much for your support. So, as I mentioned, I want to rant a little bit about the modern day transfer dance. And particularly, you know, with mine to Tottenham Hotspur and how the Spurs fan base, or at least a large, seemingly a large half maybe, let's say, of the Spurs fan base get so wound up around this transfer dance and culture. And a lot of it, of course, is down to what we know about the history of Enoch and Daniel Levy when it comes to transfers. We're going back as far as Louis Sahar and Ryan Nelson coming in when Harry Redknapp wanted to buy better players. I get that. Of course I do. But nowadays, it's not the same. Back then, that's when managers were in charge of who they were going for and what the list were of players that they wanted to come into the club. It's different now. We have recruitment teams. We have data. We have everything. But what isn't... What is... I was going to say what isn't different. What isn't different, of course, is that the the manager gets the final sign-off. So Ange Postacoglu gets to sign off these players, and I think he's really good at it. I've mentioned it a few times. He looks for the exact attributes of what the team needs. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But... Nowadays, there's such a dance around how these transfer works, these transfers work, sorry, and that's to do with the agents and the press and social media and the big ITKs like Romano 
And now we are part of the game. So let's take Dragosin as an, as an example, right? It's clear that Spurs have been interested in this player for a long time. And a lot of our fans are saying, well, just pay exactly what Genoa want. Pay what they want straight away. Go the extra mile. Pay the extra millions. It's not as simple as that. It can't be as simple as that. Because if they do, if they go to what Genoa want when they say their first number, then Genoa will just put it up. And I'll tell you how I know that. Look at Manchester United. Manchester United currently are an absolute laughingstock when it comes to transfers. They paid 80 million for Anthony when earlier in the summer they were quoted 30 million. Ajax would have accepted 30, 35, 40 million. Towards the end of the window, Ajax didn't want to sell him. They'd already sold some players, so they said 80 million. Man United paid it. Man United paid Casemiro, uh, bought Casemiro for 70 million pounds. He was in his 30s. And now they're a laughingstock. And I promise you, their fans are no longer saying, just pay the extra money, pay the extra money. Spurs are a well-run club. No matter how little you want to hear it, we are run well. And we are not ever going to be allowed by Enoch or Daniel Levy to fall into a state of disrepair or into a situation where we are a laughingstock or where we are going to get our pants pulled down by other clubs in transfer negotiations. Now, yes, can it be frustrating at times that, you know, we didn't get Raya over the line, for instance, in the summer? But in hindsight, when you look at that, they had another player on the list in Vicario. And he was an unbelievable signing for a lot cheaper. Who's laughing now, realistically? Nobody's laughing at us for that. Now, yesterday with Dragusin, Bayern Munich came in late. This was all the talk. Romano even came in last night, said it wasn't a done deal after all. And all the Spurs fans are absolutely panicking and blaming Levy and getting on the high horse once again. But we don't actually know what's going on. Like, realistically, what's happening is Genoa are trying to eke out the next bit of money. The next bit of money. Can they can they do the last thing by putting up the money at the last minute? Levy gets a lot of abuse for apparently doing that, putting up the money at the last minute. The chairman are all doing it. And trust me, all of these chairmen around the world who deal with Daniel Levy, they always say he is a lovely gentleman. He's a good man. But he's ruthless. He's a killer. And they all learn off him. They learn off each other. They're all killers. They're all ruthless. That's how they become millionaires and billionaires in the first place. None of these people are good guys just trying to do the right thing by the player. They're trying to do the right thing by their club. So it would not surprise me at all if a couple of things happened yesterday when it came to Dragusin. One, maybe Bayern Munich bit wound up by how Daniel Levy kind of put the the hold up on the Harry Kane move back in the summer. So they thought, hmm, okay, well, we've had some negotiations with you over Eric Dyer. We know you're into Dragusin. Maybe we'll put a little offer in, see what happens, Makes it make it difficult for you, make you pay a bit more. It's gamesmanship, it's chairmanship, and then it trickles down through the agents to the social media ITKs, and we get involved. And then, of course, the agent is happy, and the other club, in this case Genoa, are happy, because maybe Daniel Levy overnight did have to go to an extra mile, and maybe Dragusin has got an extra five grand a week on top, and therefore the agent has got an extra amount of money in his pocket as well. We're part of the game, but we never really know what's going on. And the key point for me is, yes, as I say... You know, I'm not Enoch in or Levy in or whatever, but I do say be careful what you wish for because this person, I don't doubt, has the best interests of our club at heart. And in terms of how the club is run, we are growing. We are always growing. And we're not a laughing stock and we're not making terrible decisions like Chelsea are or like Manchester United have. So that's all I wanted to say. It's a bit of a rant. And I know it's difficult and it's easy for me to come out actually and say it today because we've got the player through the door and that's very exciting. And it'll be good to see him playing for Spurs. And he clearly is loyal and into the project. And Big Ange has clearly persuaded him that this is the club to come to. But 
try to be realistic when it comes to this transfer stuff. We don't know what's going on and we are being played a lot of the time. Let me know in the comments what you think about all of this, guys. I'm really intrigued to know how you feel about it. Did you get sucked into it last night? I admit, I got sucked into it a bit as well, texting all of my friends, hearing them all out, blaming Levy, everyone on Twitter, etc. But how do you feel about it? Do you allow yourself to get sucked into it? Finally, before I finish... Eric Dyer's moved to Bayern, now more likely than not. And apparently at rumours uh, rumors of around 4 million euros. Was for someone at six months on, the, on, the, on his deal and who's not getting any game time, snap the hands off and let's all say goodbye to Eric Dyer with respect. He gets a lot of abuse, but he's been an important player at this football club for a decade. A decade. Come on, guys, let's be supportive. Anyway, thank you so much for your support and watching and listening. Once again, please do go over to the podcast if you're not a subscriber or follower there. Just type in the Spurred On podcast to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and vice versa. If you're listening and you're not on YouTube yet, following me, go to youtube.com forward slash at Barnaby Slater underscore. And most importantly, on a good day transfer-wise, come on, you Spurs. <laughs>